forces are at the gate. And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies. With a weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, John Engelhart, racing's regular guy. All right, we're back on the air with you here at Winning Ponies. I'm John Engelhardt. This show brought to you by Woodbine, and we're going to be going to take a good look at the races from Woodbine with their Keith McCalmut uh, during the show. I believe Keith is a first-time starter for us, but since we're uh, partners with the people up at Woodbine, thought we'd mix up some of the uh, people we have Uh pretty sure he's the communications PR manager at uh, what we like to call Woodbine Entertainment, uh, promoting all aspects of uh, racing, food and beverage, entertainment. So he's got his finger in a little bit of everything, but he's been around horses for a while. We'll learn more about his past as we get him on uh, some very interesting races here. Again, uh, I think somebody told me that this... uh, terrible weather we're having and god bless the people in carolina um is not going to swoop up and affect that north so hopefully it's going to be dry up in woodbine because uh they like to go on the greens word up there and uh the northern dancer turf grade one three hundred thousand what a race i gotta see what uh Keith has to say about Hawkbill. From what you can see on the PPs, this horse has only been to the United States once, and that was a year ago to run in the Northern Dancer, was sent away as the three to five favorite, and just got caught in the last jump uh, at the wire by Johnny Bear. And Johnny Bear is back in the gate for the Northern Dancer turf. So that's a good one we're going to handicap. Remember, Woodbine on your map of things to do this weekend. Then we got the Grade Three Bold Venture, six and a half furlongs. Don't think they can beat Horse of the Year Pink Lloyd. Six starts this year, five firsts, first and a third when he bobbled at the gate. Other than that, this horse has a lifetime record of 19 starts, 16 wins. A win here puts him over the million dollar mark. Previous to that, we're going to go to the Canadian Stakes. Uh, That is a grade two, about a mile and an eighth on the grass. And uh, right out of the box, don't forget, got some great pools up there. We've got the the Woodbine Mile up there. This is going to be interesting. I I like the group in here. Talk with my buddy Ed Meyer uh, earlier today, and we're kind of going back and forth on this race. But uh, grade one, going a mile. Now, don't forget, they've got... 20 cent trifecta, superfectus, pick threes, and a $200,000 guaranteed pick four that you can play 20 cents with. Come on, get a couple friends and have some fun at Woodbine. And then uh, Dan uh, Torgman, who's been on this show before, you know that uh, he is associated with uh, America's Best Racing, uh, and uh, he's a lifelong racing fan, and uh, he is putting on Equestricon on Breeders' Cup weekend. So he's going to tell us all about what's going on there, including a chance for you to attend the draw for post. 
So uh, that's a, a look at our two guests. Let's take a look at some of the news of the week. Of course, so much of it. I mean, I can't keep up with it. I mean, <laughs> at Keeneland, the sale is just through the roof. Well, it looks like the new Keeneland sale topper is a Colt out of the grade-winning Smart Strike Mare streaming $2.4 million. The daddy is Warfront. So Warfront becomes the sales topper at Keeneland right now. Who knows? Anything could happen. They had strong uh, uh, days uh, all the way through uh, yesterday. So, uh, you know, it's just amazing the amount of million-dollar horses that have gone through the ring. And uh, so he'll uh, he'll go to the care of, of – uh, some folks back in Ireland, and that's where he's going to start out his racing career. Of course, we might see him on a main track. Uh, also, a Warfront top this the second session uh, went. So after the two point four million dollars, uh, the the momentum just kept going. Um, eight yearlings sold Tuesday for a million dollars or more, bringing the number of seven figure sales to thirteen. Now it keeps getting better than that. Of course, horses. A note you might. Get your attention caught in the book. American Pharaoh Coat uh, topped uh, one of the one of the sessions there, uh, purchased by Larry Best OXO Equine for one point four million dollars. So uh, basically, moving along, seven horses sold for prices in excess of a million, and that was just yesterday. And that brought the number of seven-figure transactions to 20 during the first three days, the most since 2007. I guess the recession is over, folks. Uh, There were 13 horses sold for a million or more during the entire 2017. Now, don't get those figures mixed up. We're going, the, the big, big day was in 2007. Now, it's this week. And last year, there were only 13 horses sold for a million, and we're already up to 20. There's no saying that there might be a few more in the catalog. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and cash is in the pocket of Sheikh Mohammed. Uh, also, Medallia Dioro has just been killing it down at Keeneland. Uh, one of his uh, Colts went for $2.1 million. Uh, but almost everything he sends through the ring is, is bringing huge numbers. I believe his stud fee is locked at $250,000. Uh, you know, no, no, no give or take. Uh, now, we've got the, uh, due to the weather expected, the DeFrancis Memorial Dash has already been postponed to September 22nd because they know something's going to come up and they just they don't want to risk it and have all those good horses there. So with it expected, um, it looks like it, it's going to be moved. Uh, there are actually seven stakes. That's a big day. Uh that are going to be moved to the 22nd. Put that on your calendar because uh, you're going to want to catch the Laurel Futurity, the Laurel Dash, the All Long Stakes, the Salima, and the Laurel Turf Cup. So probably a good news instead of putting on a, a half-baked uh, race card that day. Now, um, if we've talked to Brian Zipsy, who has pretty much backed off a lot of his work with America's Best Racing and – is no uh, with the horse racing nation. I get them confused all the time. Anyhow, he told us about Derby Day Racing and that the fact that they've acquired a two-year-old and the partnership is still open until next Wednesday. 
Uh, the horse is already in training and is getting ready to start, I think, next Thursday. And you're being trained by Buff Bradley. It's a filly. Her name is Sooner Schooner. And uh, if you want to get in, there are still portions of the partnership available. Uh, all you need to do is uh, contact derbydayracing at gmail.com. I'll say it again, but it's pretty easy. Derbydayracing at gmail.com. And if you got a pen in hand, the phone number, if you don't want to research it, is 708-601-4364. Well, the uh, road to the Kentucky Derby is out, and not much has changed there. Things are going to be uh, pretty much the same. And uh, you know, they're kicking that off with uh, two-year-old races. Yep, Churchill back on the map, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, you're going to want to start watching that. And uh, they will uh, kick it off this weekend with their races. Hey, you can go online and get the Road to Kentucky Derby. Just download it once, and you'll have it for the rest of the season. Okay, some of the races uh, we're we looked at last week, and I'm trying to stay on top of Kentucky Downs. It's hard. Now, they did have to move their Sunday card to yesterday and uh, got to watch some of the races. Often on a Wednesday afternoon, you don't see that many 200 and 400 granders, but uh, we we did down at Kentucky Downs just yesterday. Uh, a look, uh, our friends Dick Downey and Kate and Brader joined us last week. And starting out with the six furlong turf, a little tragedy in here. The winner was the horse we picked, Moonlight Romance, Wesley Ward, a filly beating the boys pretty easily. Held on to win by three going up that hill. You'll recall she's the one that went over to the Windsor Castle Stakes and uh, didn't fare too well, but has had time off then since June 23rd. Ward decided to go with the blinkers off. Probably had some good works without the blinkers. So Moonlight Romance, remember the name of that filly. She's a daughter of liaison out of a Malibu moon mare that brought just 42000 at the sale. As you know, that's chump change after watching the sales results uh, <laughs> this week. Uh, now, finishing, it looked like was going to finish second was uh, Chattel, ran a really strong race on the front end, but uh, ended up clipping heels with Sovereign Impact, uh, who was uh, eventually disqualified. But finishing a clean second was Life Mission, uh, another horse that had never raced in the United States, but uh, shipped in from Ireland. It is a Kentucky bred. Life Mission was second and moved up into third was Blame the Frog. And uh, now we've had varying uh, reports on uh, Kendrick Karamooch, who was riding Chattel. And uh, it looks like he's going to be out for quite a while. Uh, a serious uh, leg injury, it appears, and some injury to his back. And uh, sad to say, this uh, horse was coming out of a win in the Skidmore at Saratoga. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, uh, let's not take away from the win of Moonlight Romance. Remember that name when you're watching the Phillies, particularly on the grass. Okay, then Dick Downey helped us with the One Mile Kentucky Downs ladies, and the winner in there, well, from the outside, Instant Irma, up by a neck. Now, she was coming out of four straight graded races. Richard Baltus trains Drayden Van Dyke in from the West Coast to ride in the second spot. It was Valadorna 
Florent Giroux with another second place. And the third spot was Paz de Suisse. It's an Irish bread, but it sure sounds French to me. Uh, but that was the uh, Kentucky Downs ladies. Now we moved on to uh, the uh, Kentucky Downs ladies sprint. Uh, the winner in there was Ruby Notion. The question was, would she stretch out uh, to six and a half? And uh, we found out, in fact, she could stretch out to six and a half. So uh, it was uh, it was done. And who got tired of running second? But Florent Jaroux. So uh, got the six and a half on the turf. Uh, very exciting race. It was basically a three-horse photo. Lasted over the favorite and the horse that won last year, number six, Lull. Uh, Lull uh, was pretty much everybody's best bet. Was singled on a lot of tickets, and I'm sure that it uh, it broke a few up. So uh, had the second spot, and then the third spot was number one, Brielle's Appeal, is now undefeated at Kentucky Downs. And then moving on to the Kentucky Downs turf sprint, and uh, the winner in there, number two, Proforma, got up by a head at eight to one. Second was the seven, White Flag, who was the favorite, a Christophe Clement trainee we talked about is so consistent. Nothing wrong with the second, though, in uh a $500,000 race, and in the third spot was the three, Vicky, Kate and Brader's second pick, got third by a neck. So uh, we move on now to the Calumet Farm Kentucky Turf Cup. It's a grade three, $750,000 on the lines, and the winner there, Arclo, got the job done with Florent Jaroux in the saddle. You got to watch Jaroux and Leparoux. So uh, they got the job done in the three hundred, uh, the, the $750,000 Calumet Farm Kentucky Turf Cup. In the second spot, bigger pitcher. That was Caton's top pick. And in the third spot, Soglio. So that's a pretty much a look back in time at the races we handicapped on winning ponies last week. Don't forget to pull down your uh, your your winning ponies uh, uh, easy win forms. Take a quick look at how we did last week before we go to break. Let me pull that up for you right here. And uh, yeah, here we go from. From north to south, uh, up at Woodbine, we'll be looking at. Uh, on the ninth, we caught a $1 Super 5 key that paid $3,996.39. And uh, two days earlier at Laurel, a 50 cent Super High 5 that paid $3,871. let us go out west to Golden Gate on the ninth, 50 cent Super High 5, 2600 and our friends in West Virginia, Mountaineer Park, September 4th, $1 Super, $2,193. All right, well, that's pretty much uh, the national news. Hopefully, we'll be able to uh, get a hold of Dan Torgman here uh, coming up uh, right after this break. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. And they're off! 
can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of the easy win form. The most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Pick, bet, and cheer on live racing from Woodbine and Mohawk Park. Thoroughbred and harness action. The wagers are just the beginning. Watch award-winning broadcasts covering both breeds. Incredible battles contested over the most unique grass course in North America. Experience the full fields with over 130 thoroughbred and 160 live harness days. Get access to free handicapping material and join the ranks of Woodbine and Mohawk Park players from all over the globe. For more information, visit woodbine.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, John Engelhart. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with John or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to show at winningponies.com. Now, back to Winning Ponies with John Engelhart. All right. Well, we are having trouble getting a hold of uh, Dan Torgman. You got to love live radio, ladies and gentlemen. It's really good for keeping your heart beating because you just never know what curve is going to get thrown at you next. So we're going to continue to try, but it's not there. I'll see if I can paraphrase what's going on uh, at, at best at Equestricon. Um, yeah, I'm not the expert. Dan is, but I'll, I'll go ahead and, and give it to you. Now, they are finding a way to get you to join the Rude and Riddle Breeders' Cup post-draw that you can actually attend it. Uh, that will be Monday, October 29th. So let me see where this takes me to give you more information about that. Uh, normally, it's a, a private function, but uh, they're opening it up along with all the other things they're doing. So... Um, as I scroll through the different things, they've got they, here are some of the things they've got. They've got an Equestricon fashion at the races brunch that Sunday. That Monday and Tuesday is a two-day all-access convention pass, which is where they have all the vendors and professionals uh, meet and greet with a lot of personalities in racing. Uh, you can get single-day trade show uh, tickets. Of course, it's all happening in the Louisville area, and then uh, you've got the. Uh, the Equestricon VIP experience. Let's see what actually goes into that. And uh, it's all these things are going to be at the Kentucky International Convention Center right there on 4th Street in Louisville. And so uh, the VIP, you get uh, VIP entrance and swift check-in, access to the VIP section uh, of the e-concert at the Mercury Ballroom. That's on Tuesday. You get a VIP swag bag. You never know what's in there, but they're always good. And you get premium seating at the different panels and workshops and seminars and track talk speaker series uh, that they're going to have. Now, of course, this also gives you all the activities on the trade show floor. They got a social lounge, paddock bar, wagering center, uh Legends Hub, Tech Hub, Scratch-Off Prizes, Contest. And uh, so rather than me 
repeat all these things. Let's go to the source and get Dan the Man Torgman. You're with us, Dan. Oh, man, you're doing a better job than I could. I might just let you roll on this and hop back off. <laughs> all right. Nice well, there, right the all off. <laughs> not too bad by the seat of my pants. How you been, Dan? I've been doing well. Uh, sorry to jump on a couple minutes late here. I appreciate the time. Uh, how about you? How have you been? Uh, I've been hot until this week, and it finally broke. So uh, <laughs> other than that, things have not been good in this part of the country. But, uh, hey, I'm not in Carolina, so who am I to complain? So right. uh, I, I guess everything is already shaped up. I tried to hit on, on some of the high points uh, that you're doing. But paint a bigger picture of what EquestroCon is without going into each individual event and how our listeners can get to them, because I know a lot of them are coming in for the Breeders' Cup. Yep, that's exactly it. And, and I mean, really, the bottom line is, if you're a racing fan uh, at any level, if you're a casual fan, you're a $2 better, you're a hardcore horse player, uh, you love the action, uh, you're somebody who's uh, maybe dabbled in ownership, maybe you're interested in, in owning uh, you know, uh, more horses, you're interested in networking, you want to meet like-minded people who love racing, who love the game, uh, this is the place you go. You just go to EquestroCon because everyone who is a fan and an enthusiast of racing, it, it's essentially the, the comic con of horse racing, right? I mean, if you want to see, um, you know, the very best in horse racing, it'll all be there, especially this year with it being tied to Breeders' Cup. So it's Monday and Tuesday at Breeders' Cup. You can think about it like you might think about, um, you know, the Super Bowl Fan Fest or the NFL Experience sort of a week-long experience for fans and anyone who uh, is into racing to come out and see all their favorite jockeys, all their favorite trainers, the owners, um, to, to, to sit in on panels and discussions about handicapping, about aftercare, about ownership, hear stories from the racing legends, uh, Mike Smith, uh, you know, uh, Bob Baffert, all, all the big names that you expect, they'll be there, and, and you'll have a chance to, to, to kind of hang out in, in the same space and chat them up and, and, and do, uh, you know, anything, uh, you know, that, that you could do within a space like this, which really allows for good discussion, good interaction. And um, at the end of the day, it's just a lot of fun. We just want to put on a fun event for, for fans and for horse players um, and for anyone who really wants to kind of sink their teeth into, into all that racing has to offer. So uh, it's just really a fun, positive event. You go to equestricon.com, that's E-Q-U-E, S-T-R-I-C-O-N.com, and there's a full schedule of, of events. It's two days, Monday and Tuesday, October 29th and 30th, the Monday and Tuesday of Breeders' Cup week. And over the course of those two days, you got 50 different events um, with 200 uh, racing personalities and celebrity speakers and appearances and autograph signings and meet and greets. And best of all, this year, uh, because we're partnered with the Breeders' Cup, when you come to EquestraCon, that's where the Breeders' Cup post-position draw is taking place. So you get to see the post position draw up close. All you need is a ten dollar ticket. Ticket starts at ten bucks. So uh, you can't lose. Um, it's a lot of fun, and we hope to see a lot of people out there. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's so many things now. Uh, what, what I know, a lot of fans do. They got some memorabilia, or you know, some favorite artifact from one of their best races. Uh, what are their odds of like hooking up with a Bob Baffert or a Mike Smith or somebody like that? Oh, the odds are, are very high, uh, regardless of who it is that you have, um, you know, memorabilia from, or um, maybe just maybe you were at the rail uh, ten years ago, or fifteen years ago, or twenty years ago, and your favorite horse 
or your most memorable race was run, you were there and you just kind of remember it distinctly, how it all unfolded, how the horse won, what your feelings were, you know, before, uh, during, and after the race. I mean, that's something that you could share with, with somebody who's there, you know, with a jockey, with a trainer, uh, with an owner. Um, you know, we, we, we have just about every possible name in the racing who you might expect to show up. I mean, Shug McGahee, uh, you think of like, you know, legends and, and people, I mean, horses. If you have a story about Easy Goer, you want to hear Shug McGahee talk about Easy Goer, you want to hear him talk about personal ensign winning the Breeders' Cup, this, that, he'll be there. He'll be talking about that. And, and, you know, right after that panel's over, you could walk right up to him and have a discussion with him. So that's the space we try to create. Um, you know, that there, there are so many great stories in horse racing, and we want um, – the fans to be able to hear those stories, and we want uh, we want them to also to be able to share the, their stories. And um, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where we just really I think created a space that's very inviting. And like I said, when you have tickets starting at as little, little as ten bucks, um, there's really I mean anybody can get in. Um, and you know, it, it's just going to be a spectacular time. So we're we're super excited about it. Well, that that is sensational. Now again, it's downtown at the convention center on Fourth. Yeah, it's exactly right. Yeah, the Kentucky International Convention Center. They just got done with uh, with a remodel there, a renovation there, about $207 million renovation, I believe. Uh, so it's state-of-the-art. The, the main room that we're in, the main convention hall that we're in, uh, is 40,000 square feet. It's gorgeous. There's just beautiful lighting and, and everything else. It's just, it's just a great space. And also within that space, I haven't even mentioned, with your ticket there, you get to kind of shop and walk through uh, horse racing's biggest trade show. We have 125 different vendors that will be out there. So all of your favorite farms, you know, all your favorite racing products, your handicapping products, your, um, you know, your favorite, uh, you know, uh, TBG, uh, you know, DRF. I mean, anybody you can think of um, in racing, uh, the racetracks themselves, they'll all be, you know, there and represented. So, you know, it, it's, it's just a, it, you can wear yourself out, uh, you know, over the course of the two days. It is uh, at the Kentucky International Convention Center. And, again, if you go to equestricon.com, there's a full listing of all the different events and which rooms they're in and how you can, and how you can get involved. Well, heck, we got to get uh, representation of racing's regular guy on winning ponies down there next time. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> I hope uh, you know. I hope to see you guys out there in some in some capacity. Would love to have you guys uh, join us. Uh, we we do have uh, a pretty large sort of uh, you know if you, if you if you follow racing media, you have favorite handicappers you follow. Um, we, we have so many people in the building that. Uh, who are going to be able to not only share stories, but you know it's Breeders' Cup week and it's and it's Louisville and you know you're gonna you're gonna be there and and you're gonna be thinking about the races on Friday and Saturday. These are going to be great people to kind of run into and uh, have conversations about uh, you know when it comes to you know who you're going to bet on Friday and Saturday. So there's going to be a lot of that discussion going on as well. I, I was wondering if you were going to have that guest handicapper that worked the last Saratoga special. He nailed seven races, two pick threes, uh, two cold exactas, and a cold trifecta. Was that guy going to be there? <laughs> is that you? Yes, that's me, you're my friend. Wow, that is, that is incredible. Let me tell you something. I was actually, it's funny, the Saratoga special, um, and I can't remember the guy's name at the moment. He was on like was it, actually it was it Chapezian? Is that the guy's name? John? Is that is that is that the name? 
this guy had like it, it was incredible. He he had like like thirty five percent winners for the meet. I was blown away. And I'm glad that you had a big day, though, because the other guest handicappers were not pulling their weight last I checked. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. And, and you, know, you, know, you know what's great about it, Dan, is my picks went in, uh, and the following day there was no addition that came out <laughs> to tell you how I did. <laughs> but I do believe my oh, on this is horse racing uh, uh, tonight. So uh, uh, Tom Law said he, he was going to give me my kudos for uh, pinch hitting for him when he needed somebody. But either way, Dan, I've got to let you go we've got uh, uh our guests from north of the border on the line um i'm gonna be down in louisville area on breeders cup week so i'm sure our paths will cross great let's chat thank you so much for having me on tonight uh good luck and we'll uh, we'll definitely be in touch all right dan torgeman one of the uh key people that put together Equestricon. Let's take a quick break. and we come back, we're going to be talking to Keith McCalmott about what's going on up at Woodbine this week. You're listening to Winning Ponies. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of the easy win form. The most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Pick, bet, and cheer on live racing from Woodbine and Mohawk Park. Thoroughbred and harness action. The wagers are just the beginning. Watch award-winning broadcasts covering both breeds. Incredible battles contested over the most unique grass course in North America. Experience the full field with over 130 thoroughbred and 160 live harness days. Get access to free handicapping material and join the ranks of Woodbine and Mohawk Park players from all over the globe. For more information, visit woodbine.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, John Engelhart. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with John or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to show at winningponies.com. Now, back to Winning Ponies with John Engelhart. All right, and thanks for joining us. Uh, I, I painted a little picture of our next guest at the top of the show, and that's uh, Keith McCalmont, uh, the uh, 
communications, a PR manager at Woodbine Entertainment. Uh, he pretty much uh, covers everything. Reminds me when I was the PR guy at River Downs for 25 years. Uh, yeah, you, you pretty much do it all, but it's good because it keeps your hands on with the people. Uh, you know, I, I never out, operated out of an office. That's why I was a lot thinner when I worked there because I was always out and about going through the facility, talking with the people, uh, putting on events, making sure that things went well. Of course, watching the races, talking with the jocks and the horse owners. It, it's a good experience to be out and about the people at your track. Keith McCalmont, is that what you do? I'm I'm doing everything except uh, cutting the grass on our E.P. Taylor turf course. At least that's how it feels. That, that, well, that's a union job. They're not going to let you out there because uh, you'd make too much money. But so anyhow, Keith, uh, uh, this is uh, maybe the first time I've had you on the show. You might have pinched it for somebody a year or two ago. But anyhow, you got to remind me at my age uh, about your roots, how, how, where you're from, and how you got in the game, and how you got to where you are now at Woodbine. Sure, you know, I'm uh, from an Irish family, Irish kid. Uh, my dad and I had come to the races at Woodbine when I was a kid, so I was the, the, the little uh, rail rat, watching the horses, getting autographs from jockeys. Uh, I, when Sandy Hawley was one of the top riders at Woodbine, I remember him handing me a pair of goggles over the rail, and I still have wow. them. And now I share, I share an office with them now. That, oh, uh, tell Sandy I said hi, he's a friend of mine. Sandy's a true gentleman and a, and a class act, and he's one of the best people in the game. And uh, between the two of us, we've got 6,450 career wins. So <laughs> That's good. But, uh, you know, I, I love Sandy, and I didn't want to oppose again. I'm going to have him on again before the year's out. I'm sure you guys got uh, a big series of races. Now, Woodbine, kind of describe your season, Uh per se you know everybody's got a kind of a different one is yours just summer starts in, in the spring goes to the fall uh describe a season at woodbine and when i know we already used you one time where you had nothing but i think you had five graded races that day and you've got uh, four up here on saturday so tell us about the season at woodbine yeah, it, it's a marathon season. We we roll 133 dates a year, so they ship into Woodbine in February. Racing starts in April, and this year it ends in on December 16th. So it's it's a long, long haul, and it allows us to have sort of a, a different theme throughout the meet. So it's a lot of sprints to start the year. Uh, the Canadian Triple Crown launches in June with the uh, with the Queen's Plate. Yes, and, that, that, and we did a show on the Queen's Plate. That's right, that's right. You know, and, and we, we get a lot of talent in these races. These past few years, we've had Wonder Godot, who's gone on to do great things, uh, Shaman Ghost, uh, Lexi Liu. There's been some great Queen's Plate winners who've not only won here in Canada, but taken their talent south of the border as well and shown that they can compete, which uh, uh, we're, we're really proud of to see these Canadian breads improve. And so we really focus on that in the in the early part of the meet. But now, uh, as an Irish kid, we're getting to the part of the season that I love. And as a kid, I used to come to the races with my dad, and we'd look for the for the Canadian International October because as fall hits, it's turf season, and we've got the eight hundred thousand dollar Woodbine Mile on Saturday. Uh, the International is is coming up uh, about a month from now, and you get the best of the best from Europe coming over. 
including the jockeys that come with it. So I've seen Pat Ettery and Lester Piggott and some of these really big names that come that, that through the years have come to Woodbine. And, you know, this weekend we're going to see Jamie Spencer. And uh, in October I know we're going to get Ryan Moore. And I, I just I love the talent pool that we attract at, at Woodbine with these big international turf races. All right, uh, Keith McCallum, let, let's rewind a little bit, though. Uh, I'm missing a part of the story. How did you actually get into racing? <laughs> um, you know, I was working at a law firm uh, as a paralegal, a uh, big firm doing, doing big cases, and uh, but I was always a, a fan of horse racing. And back about 12, 15 years ago, when the Internet started kicking up pretty big and blogs started, I started one on horse racing called Triple Dead Heat. Uh, .ca, and I started writing feature stories. I would do uh, profiles of jockeys and profiles of my favorite horses, and I'd get up in the morning and go to the racetrack, be on the backstretch taking pictures at like 6 a.m. and interviewing trainers, and then I'd hustle back downtown and be at my desk uh, in a tall, tall tower 54 stories above Toronto <laughs> in a shirt and tie and trying to sneak away and carve out 20 minutes, 30 minutes to transcribe interviews and get my stuff posted. And uh, I, what happened really is that it was a living, breathing resume for me. And uh, my, my website got a lot of attention and it allowed me to get credentials. And I would visit Churchill Downs and Naira was one of the first uh, you know, outlets that really reached out to bloggers. And so I got credentialed at Saratoga and Belmont. And uh, it just sort of rolled. Suddenly I was writing feature articles for magazines and I was still working full on paralegal. It was having like two jobs at one go, but I loved it because it was a, a hobby and suddenly it was a paid hobby. So, uh, it, and eventually someone left Woodbine and John Siskos, director of communications at the time, mm-hmm. uh, tapped me on the shoulder and said, have you ever thought about working at the racetrack? And, uh, as career moves go, you probably shouldn't leave a law firm that you've been at for 10 years to go and join the circus. But uh, you know what? You only go around once in this life, and it's a passion position, and I, I don't regret it for an instant. I love what I do. Like it's, I get to hang out with horses and horse people and, and just salt-of-the-earth types. And so I, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it. If there's something you love to do, you've you got to roll and, and take that chance. Absolutely. I'll uh, share a brief story. Very brief. I took a two-thirds cut in pay from the real world uh, to become the track photographer at Beulah Park. (laughs) And, (laughs) And I went there on the first day, shot the first race, and the weather was so bad they shut the track down (laughs) and all of a sudden I'm looking at myself and say what the heck did you just do well what I did was actually open up a door to just a marvelous world and and lifetime since then of being around uh, horses and horsemen at every level I mean uh, you you know I I know uh, you know Red Ietti and Smelly Morelli and I know Pat Day and I know Chris McCarron and uh, so you know it's just it's really neat and I can relate to you being on the backstretch as a photographer early in the morning and it's just neat so sometimes you just gotta you gotta take that chance you know that building's not going away and if you really got gotta get back to it 
go do it. Um, but if you can find your way in this uh, in this game, I mean, uh, it, it's a great way to go. Uh, at least it was for me, and it sounds like you sound like me when I was your age. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, you know what, it's those of us who love the game and get bitten by that bug, uh, it's hard to shake. And I'd never go back now. It, it's not about the money. I mean, sure, I, I could use a raise and, and I'd like a new position and uh, we all want to move up the ladder, but it's about the horses, really, and it's about the people you meet along the way. And I've been very, very blessed to see some great horses start early. And uh, I've watched Kentucky Derbies from the rail, and I've traveled to Hong Kong and Dubai. I've, I've, I've been to Del Mar, places I never would have got to working an office job. And uh, to think I've traveled the world because I've got a pretty decent Twitter account, not too shabby. I like it. I like your attitude. All right. Well, they're telling me we're coming up on a break. So before we get to that, let's at least knock out one of these races. We'll start with uh, the earliest. And real quick, feel free to do a promo for yourself. Guaranteed pick four, starting with the Rico Woodbine Mile. Oh, man. Uh, you're, you're putting me on the spot here. Uh, let's see. What do we got going on this weekend? The early pick four is, is guaranteed at 50K, or the early pick five is a guaranteed 50K starting in race two. Uh, the, there's an, a race four starts the pick four at 100,000. The late pick five is guaranteed at 200,000. And the late pick four is also guaranteed at 200,000. There's a, there's a lot of life-changing wagering opportunities on this card <laughs> on Saturday at, at Woodbine, at not least of which is going to be one of the most confounding races on the card, the Nightcap, which is the Jackpot Hot Five with the mandatory payout. There's a uh, 650,000 in the pool currently. They're probably going to throw another two million in there by the time wagering's said and done. You, you got to play this thing. Absolutely. That's what I said earlier. I said, hey, get together with your friends. You know, we're, we're talking about you can cover a whole lot of horses for 20 cents, you know. And uh, if you get lucky and one of those long shots uh, gets in there, it may happen. And certainly the chances are for that to happen at Woodbine uh, this week because you have so many horses coming in from so many places. I mean, uh at first, the European horses, but then you've got you know your, your uh, Saratoga and Chicago shippers, and uh, and then of course you're always rooting for the hometown guys. Uh, it makes for a very mixed card and a reason to like a lot of ra- a lot of horses in every race. Uh, well, listen, uh, let's l- let's do a quick a quick breakaway. I I know uh, I think. They're telling me I got a minute to break, but I'd rather break early and get all four of these races in, Keith McCalmont, if that's okay with you. That works for me. Let's do it. All right, Josh, if that works for you, let's go to break. We'll be right back. You are listening to Winning Ponies. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com And they're off! What? 
can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of the easy win form. The most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Pick, bet, and cheer on live racing from Woodbine and Mohawk Park. Thoroughbred and harness action. The wagers are just the beginning. Watch award-winning broadcasts covering both breeds. Incredible battles contested over the most unique grass course in North America. Experience the full fields with over 130 thoroughbred and 160 live harness days. Get access to free handicapping material and join the ranks of Woodbine and Mohawk Park players from all over the globe. For more information, visit woodbine.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, John Engelhart. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with John or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to show at winningponies.com. Now, back to Winning Ponies with John Engelhart. All right, and we're talking with Keith McCalman up there at Woodbine. Uh, he was nice enough to call us from the uh, ICE offices. Uh, they're investigating whether or not he really is Canadian or Irish. They say they're going to figure it out by the end of the week. And meanwhile, we're going to try to figure out who in the heck's going to win the Rico Woodbine Mile. It's a grade one, 800,000. Now, you've got some interesting configurations up there at Woodbine. So this is a one-turn mile on the turf. Am I correct? Yes, we've got uh, our turf course is on the outside. It's the only one like that really in North America. And uh, it's a one-turn mile. They start at the top of the chute. They go through a wide sweeping turn. And when they hit the uh, the home straight, it's a little over two furlongs to the wire. It's the longest stretch run in North America, no matter what Kentucky Downs will try to tell you. And uh, <laughs> you can see a lot of horses get gassed by the time they hit the eighth pole when their jockey decided to start the route in the turn. But I, I have to ask you, unlike Kentucky Downs, yours is not uphill, is it? Well, for this particular race, it wouldn't be. But if you were doing a mile and a half, the uh, the clubhouse turn, the little bend that you go up there, that is an uphill turn there. But in this race, no. This deep feels a lot more like a sprint. Um, they, they, they come out of the gate and, uh, you sort of have to wait to get through the turn before you make your move. And then it's an all out dash to get home. So the first four furlongs, you can gas yourself. The last two are the ones that matter. Well, uh, uh, Keith McCalmet is with us. He's going to help us handicap the Woodbine Mile and three other races if I shut up fast enough. But uh, in this race, I, I, it, it's tough. I love Delta Prince. I love Oscar Performance. But the one that really catches my eye is made a long trip over here, and that's the French bred Lord Glitters. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> believe it or not, they still quite haven't arrived yet. It's uh, It's been a long journey in a lot of ways for, for Lord Glitters and Stormy Antarctic, who started out their journey in England, got to Amsterdam, where their plane broke down, and uh, they had to wait around a couple of days to get a new new plane scheduled, and now they're flying, uh, landing any minute now, 
and uh, we'll be getting their first stretch over the turf tomorrow morning to, to get ready for this route. But I'm with you on Lord Glitters, so I, I guess we're, we're connected in that way. David O'Meara, the trainer, uh, won this race previously with Mondial Lease, and a super talented horse who went on to win the Arlington Million. But uh, the, the key thing about, about Lord Glitters is that he won a race called the Group 3 Strenzel uh, overseas, and that's the exact same route that Mondial Lease took, winning that race before coming here. David O'Meara knows how to win these big races, and I think he's on to something with this one. All right, and uh, Keith McCalmott, you have done your homework. I'm uh, v- very impressed right there. All right, so again, folks, the handicapping is going to be fantastic. The pools are going to be huge. We're, we're talking about 20-cent tries, 20-cent supers, 20-cent pick threes, and this leads you into a $200,000 guaranteed pick four. All right, this is the bottom leg. Now let's move on to the Canadian stakes. We're going a mile and an eighth on the grass. This one's, a, for most of you, if you can visualize a six furlong race, that's how big this track is. It's going to start out of a chute up there at Woodbine. And uh, it, it looks like th- this is a tough one, uh, uh, Keith. I'll tell you, uh, it came down to inflexibility, new money, honey, and Hallie Bell. I don't know if I'm going to back box them or find somebody else uh, who'd you settle in on or who do you think's the biggest threat i mean chad brown on the turf it's the boy it's sure hard to go against him at any time and i know this isn't saratoga but uh, inflexibility knows how to run this turf course i think that's a little bit of an advantage as well when it comes to these types of races um I should note that Mythical Mission won't be part of the group. She didn't ship up, so you can cross her off of your consideration. Okay. But uh, for, for me, it comes between uh, which which Chad Brown do you want to back. And uh, for me, I've got a very skinny pick four ticket. I'm going to use uh, just the both of the, the Chad Brown horses because I'm ending on two singles to finish the sequence. So. And, th- and the other one would be New Money, Honey. That's correct, yeah. Okay. All right. You got it. Good. Those are two of the ones I like, too, so you're making me feel better here, Keith. Um, Let's move on now to uh, at Woodbine, of course, the Grade 3 Bold Venture. I only got four minutes. We got two minutes of race. Six and a half furlongs over what kind of surface? It doesn't matter because the horse that's going to win this race is your champion, Pink Lloyd. Uh, he's our horse of the year. He had a perfect record last year, all stake sprint. He's an absolute champ. I watched him train this morning and stood there with, with Bob Tiller. You would not know you're watching the fastest horse in Canada when you watch this horse train because he just lopes about. He saves it all for race day. He's going to get out of the gate, and uh, as long as he doesn't break through the gate like he likes to do, I don't see him getting beat on Saturday. Uh, I don't either. I think if you're making horizontal bets, uh, it uh, you're pretty safe with Pink Lloyd. <laughs> if, once you pick up your past performances, you'll know why. This horse is awesome. I love the fact that he's by Old Forester, uh, a $3,000 stud. So n- not every horse is a $2.4 million out of the Keeneland sale. Now, with that said, the Northern Dancer Turf, this makes for a 
very interesting race because we have the one, two finishers of last year on there, and we've got a uh, uh, excuse horse coming out of the Bill Mott bar, Patterson Cross, at night, nice odds at 10 to 1. Uh, but uh, I think this race, uh, I'm looking at Hawkbill. They're taking the blinkers off after two losses there. The last time he was in North America was to run in this race, and he was just beat. Johnny Bear, the horse that beat him, was in there, though he looks fairly off form this year. So my eye is beginning to move towards uh, the biggest challenger, perhaps the the British bred Mechatol, who's been knocking on the door recently and uh, comes from the Grand Motion Bar. I, I really can't knock Mechtal, and Graham Motion has an incredible success rate at Woodbine. He loves shipping up to our distance races here. He knows what this what this turf course is all about, so I can't knock anyone who backs Mechtal. For me, though, this is a revenge race, pure and simple. I had Hawksville, Keed, pick threes, pick fives, pick fours, you name it last year. It all went up in smoke in one race when Johnny Bear caught Hawksville on the wire, and it was a heartbreak for me. But uh, what isn't really widely reported is that the horse came out of the race with a bit of a leg issue. So he might have been doing it three-legged that day. And uh, they rested him up, freshened him, sent him to Dubai after that. And he won two straight races there, including on Dubai World Cup Day, where he savaged the horse beside him in the gate and then ran around and absolutely romped. He's a monster, and I've been watching him train all morning, uh, every morning all week long. They've been here since Saturday. He is an absolute picture. I, I know you're not supposed to go back to the well like this, but he's a dead cert single for me. I can't play anyone else. Uh, I think it's a great story. You know, it hasn't been in uh, the, the North America since this race last year. I think he's coming back for revenge. It'll be interesting. All right, well, listen. Keith McCalmet, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Keep sending me emails. Let me know when you guys are having big days or something's happening. And uh, I'll definitely work you back into uh, the Winning Ponies family, okay? Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. And don't forget Sunday, two Breeders' Cup winning your in races, the Summer and the Natalma. Keep focus on Woodbine. There you go. Okay, folks, eyes to the north. I want to thank my producer, Josh, for keeping me in line, uh, especially after I gave him a wrong number today. Uh, Dan Torgman, uh, who's going to uh, uh, pilot Equestricon. And uh, all of you, please remember, go to Winning Ponies, pull down the easy win forms. I'm John Engelhart. When you go to the races, bet with your head, not over it. Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with John Engelhart. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network.